my mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jesse. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. Today, we're going to talk about someone that I think pretty much all of us enjoy their body of work. Oh, three of us enjoy their body of work and one is undecided. Um, yeah, it's just like she's undecided. We'll we're going to talk about him, though, Dag. We're going to talk about him, and that is the very handsome Lee Sungi, who I personally really like. But we'll see if everyone agrees or disagrees. I think, I don't know, he seems like a nice dude. Anyway, but before we do that, uh, what has everyone been watching? Mostly the King's Avatar. I've just been mowing that sucker down this past week, especially. Like, just, you sort of reach, you know, the end is in sight, and you just keep going and keep going. It was so good. It was just, it was just good. It was just fun. Like, it was enjoyable. There were hijinks and hilarity, like episode 18 or so for about two or three episodes. Yang Yang plays lo- like double roles. He plays mm. his twin as well. So Ooh, I haven't that gotten was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. So oh, good. I have something like, to look forward to. Yeah, like that kind of gets me fight. back to the game a little bit. <laughs> like Yang Yang has a water fight with himself. <laughs> it's just- <laughs> It's Amazing. So That's Let's be real. And, and, you know, and you know how I feel about that. Like, <laughs> it seems completely out of left field, and you're like, why are we even, what is this? What are we doing here? But it gets revisited when you get into the, like, final episodes. It gets oh, revisited okay, because yeah. of the whole, like, thing. So, <laughs> um, it's not portrayed real super clearly so if you're watching it and you're not really sure what it what the thing is and you know you can like message me i'll i'll, I'll let you know out. <laughs> but uh yeah it's uh it was just fun it was good my kids really enjoyed watching it with me so i actually had to watch the last two or three episodes i watched twice because i watched it while the kids weren't around but then they were they were basically the last, like, maybe Girl, three out of four episodes. Girl, you did that just... dirty. <laughs> well, and those episodes were, like, it's, like, the big match, right? So yeah. it's just the game. Basically, it's just game for, like, three episodes. So that's what they like. That's the part that my kids like, right? So I had to go back and rewatch those scenes, those fights, which was fine because they were interesting. Like, there was some stuff going on and, you know politics one of the things i thought was interesting with it was um not you were talking with go go squid about like mm-hmm. the like you know Woo, china, china, right? china. Woo, everything for china yeah. yeah and like it's way 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 more subtle in the king's mm-hmm. avatar but there is definitely a level of capitalism bad teamwork oh, yeah. good right like that yeah. there's a very it's like and listen it's a I, I agree <laughs> i agree capitalism is bad and teamwork is good but um would i say that china the country displays those qualities in a grand sense no they do not so <laughs> subtle enough and it's i feel like 
the very end has a level of capitalism bad that I didn't think they needed to go there. I think they could have <laughs> just like whatever, but it's still good. It stuck the landing. It was it was good through and through. Just I enjoyed it. So I also finally finished History Three Trapped. I just was like looking on my <laughs> I was looking on my hold list and I was like, I'm sure I finished that and then nope. I, I haven't finished that episode. one either, so... I guess I should finish this. Okay. They, left, they left all the spicy scenes for the last episode, so... Yeah. Just to keep, just to keep it going. History three of the three seasons, I enjoyed the story very much. I enjoyed the characters very much. Yeah. There was too much story. Like, they had too many plots. Yeah, it was unnecessary. It was unnecessarily long. In the final two episodes, like, I think the second to last episode... Two thirds of it was spent on a secondary character and his daughter's wedding, and it was like nobody cares. Yeah, no. <laughs> I mean it's it's supposed to speak to his motivation for being bad, but like nobody cares. There was too many plots. There was too many bad guys. There was too many things that they were trying to do, like to make it a like yeah. a real drama instead of a boy love drama. Just and, a boy love drama. That's all we wanted. Like, like it just, you don't have to overthink this. I, and that was part of the problem. It was like they overthought the, the drama part. It, it wasn't good. Like the stories that they added weren't good. Yeah, and, but, <laughs> so, but it's like, sort of like such a bum out because like the chemistry between the main couple, who fan self like yeah, just, like just great. get together already. Just well, get it, together. It was very much a nice. Um, a nice change from some of those dramas where it's very like, oh no, uh, but I'm straight. How could I yeah. like a guy? And no, they were both like, yeah, I like what I like. Go. And you're like, <laughs> and, and just like there's even like one scene where it's like, um, the like the cop character, um, who's sort of like scrawny. Like I'll admit, like he, you know, like once he gets his shirt off, you're like, oh, maybe you're not. But like he looks really scrawny, and so like one of the guy's henchmen tries to like take him down, and he just fucking demolishes him. And he's like, you can't tell me who I am, who I'm allowed to love or not. And if I love your boss, I love your boss. Now get out of my face. I gotta <laughs> go. I gotta go get laid. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I respect that, buddy. I respect <laughs> I respect you, sir. So, yeah, so I got that one done. Knocked that off my my hold list. My hold list has gotten freakishly long lately, and I need to, like, mm. fix that. So I dropped Mother of Mine, and then I was bored, so I put it back on in the background. I'm fast-forwarding through a lot. A lot, let me tell you. But our cute couple is still cute. So, and they kind of got past their like, ooh, I don't know, whatever. They're married now and they're happily like shopping through Ikea and being cute. And so I'll watch that and fast forward through all the like garbage crap. Because there's another weekender coming up soon that I think like this weekend starting that I want to watch. So I'm like, I got to pound this out so that I can start something new. Two moons. Two Moons 2. Uh, yeah. I haven't finished it yet. I have <gasps> actually, again, I have the last two episodes to watch. It's going to wind up like trapped. I'm going to be like six months later. Oh, wait, I never finished that. Natalia's face right now. I just, like, the fact that she hasn't finished it is stunning because we have, she and I are both in another group chat 
um, with our fellow BL drama loving friends. And we've all watched it. And it's literally like all we talk about is that and another upcoming drama that's coming up in November. So the fact that she has not finished it is shameful. And I will be telling on you to Ricky and he will have words. Madam. Yeah, no, it's actually fine because she's read the novel, so it's not like she doesn't know what's happening. It's not like it's a surprise. <laughs> and they stick pretty close to like the novel, so yeah. So I'm, I mean, again, it kind of, I kind of feel like the story's done, and there's still two episodes left. I'm like, eh, I don't care. Like the pre, they showed the previews, and they were gonna get into like making oh. jealous stupid stories and I was like ah, I don't care it just, it just got renewed for another season so we're well, getting book yeah. three friends we're getting book three coming that I'm actually pretty fun. excited book book three is uh is kind of fun they go to the beach you meet the dude's dad the dude's dad is delightful and wants everyone to call him daddy for some reason so good <laughs> <laughs> I have not cracked open yet on the third season of our cell my son is very busy so we just haven't had a chance um i have it all on mute and shout out to that jerk on my timeline who hashtags it in hangul but tweets in english thanks for that so, yeah, all the spoilers. You know who I've got you the are. spoiler muted. I, like, don't really mute anything because, like, I just don't really care about spoilers. I'm like, I'm still going to watch it, so. Well, yeah, me too. But I I muted that one just because yeah, it's so some big. of what I was seeing was unpleasant stuff, not just spoilers. And I was like, mm-hmm. I just don't want to see you whining about it. So, yeah, like, what, what that could turn don't, me off it, you know. Just like, don't watch mm-hmm. it. Just don't watch it. Just yeah. watch don't, something yeah. else. I, I do think for me sometimes, I, I don't mute often enough, but I think sometimes if I do see how someone else gets a different vibe from something, mm. and then if I have that in the back of my brain, even if I'm not yeah. exactly, if, even if I don't get that exact same vibe, I'm comparing it all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a thing for me. So even if it's not a spoiler thing, it yeah. can sometimes be, yeah, it can either set my tooth against it, or then I'll question, like, why I don't like it as much. You know, it kind of... Yeah sways me I just, I do the I'm same just thing. chaotic and don't listen to anybody about anything so yeah we know that like, annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't like, even want to like, look at it right now because I'll like, think of the other person and then I'll just yeah. be like oh I'm, I'm annoyed like, well, well that's yeah. just your opinion is my sort of uh catchphrase for all of these situations like well it's okay if that's what you thought but you and me we're two different people so <laughs> and I kind of I didn't exactly put it on hold I still want to finish it I still want to watch it but um I want to hear your song mm-hmm. like Vicky was driving me crazy with the friggin subs like it was driving yeah. me nuts so it would be a week a week would go by and zero subs and then they would like suddenly yes. like Monday morning we're uploading the new episodes I guess we better get this stuff subbed and it was insane so yeah I just was frustrating me quite a lot. So I stopped and now I'm kind of lost my mojo for it. Like I still want to know what happens because it's good. Like it's really interesting, but it's one of those ones that like when I'm watching it, I'm like so into it. But like when I'm not watching, I'm like, yeah. We need to make a name for that. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It's like almost like a drama, like on Wii or something like where you're just like, "Ah, 
Yeah. It's like it's I, when you're not watching it, it's like you think too hard about it and yeah, and yeah. Then your motivation kind of goes away. But then if you are in the middle of it, it's like, oh, I actually like truly enjoy this. For some reason, exactly. I forget how much I enjoy it when I'm si- not si- watching it. It's yeah. situational enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and my sister and I are watching uh, Level Up together, and it's fantastic. I mean, we're only four episodes in, so mm-hmm. it has lots of room to lose me and you know turn into a trash fire but so far four episodes in it's fantastic it's but just, the sung hoon fan club i know oh, approves of it so like it is and also like it's sung hoon at his sung hooniest so <laughs> just which i and love because his sung hooniest is like completely diametrically opposed to his real life so it's fun the thing i like in level up is that he's like the it's the typical K-drama, right? The cold boss, the cheery girl, you know, very tropey, very typical, but he's not the mean cold boss. He's not the nasty cold boss. He's a super nice guy who has friends. He's friendly. He's funny. He like, you know, he gets talked into karaoke at the team, you know, work dinner. And instead of just karaoke, he like, he like calls in a band and like does a like a number with like with <laughs> a like idol group. Like he goes all out and they're like, What are we even seeing from our boss right now? But we love it. And he's like, Yeah. And you're like, but he's so adorable. Like he's got a friend who is clearly in love with him, who she kisses him, and he basically just says, like, sorry, not you. And then they maintain their friendship. They stay friends. I, you're like, what is this? What's going she's on? She's not like, his life on fire. No, nice. she's like, she's just like, okay, hey. I, she does do a lot of um, teasing him. He's got like, there's like a found family thing going on because he's got a stepbrother who's living with him now, and um, there was like a whole scene where like this girl who he's rejected is driving him and his stepbrother home, and the stepbrother in the back seat is like wait, you did karaoke? What? And she's like, oh, yeah, he, like, begged me to, like, bring, he's like, begged? I didn't beg? What are you talking about? And she's like, I've got it recorded on my phone. Want to listen? And the brother's like, yeah. And he's like, stop talking over top of me. Like, it's just, like, classic found family bromance stuff. And it, everything is trophy. Everything is classic. But it's, like, all in the best way. All the, all good. Like, it's not... Yeah, so far I'm really, really enjoying it, and yeah, and I finished uh, Abyss. I wasn't actually watching it, but I just listened to the K Bay podcast, and they recapped it for me. So I feel like I've seen the whole thing. So and it's done now. <laughs> Sounds like it was uh, something really something. <laughs> so anyway, so I look forward to whatever it is that Robbie and Michael have for us next. Because they're always enjoyable. So, yeah, that's basically my watching in a nutshell. How about you, Jesse? So I finished Hotel Do Luna oh, since we last talked. Oh. Ten out of ten. It's oh, not my so new good. favorite show. It's so like good. R- risen a past all my other shows. Just loved it. I just was entertained by the entire a- show. A plus entertainment. Just great. Like, it was just fun to watch. Like, I genuinely had fun watching every single episode and every single character. And it just was, 
a nice watch, and I'm I'm so glad that it also just carried out through the rest of the series. So that was cool. I also finished Coffee and Vanilla, which <laughs> we all did. <laughs> it's a show. <laughs> it's a show. It's a show. I actually enjoyed it, but it was very stupid. I like. It, I'm in this weird spot where like I enjoyed it, but I didn't enjoy it but I didn't hate it but I didn't love it and like I'm like it was there and I never like was like oh I wasted my half hour when I was watching it and I always was pretty on top of it as soon as like the subs came out it would be like a you know within a couple days it was so addictive it was so addictive for not having any substance (laughs) I think that's the thing it just didn't have anything so like but it also didn't really promise that much either. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it, had, so, it had a very low bar for entry on that show. Like, I mean, it was just there. So, yeah. It, yeah. It was, <laughs> I mean, it's short. It's super short. And I'm sure, like, now That's I kind of actually. It was like we couldn't say no. Yeah. They yeah. were cute. The cute I really people. want to marathon it now as, like, a full series, not, like, yeah. waiting. Because not mm-hmm. only was it short, it, you know, it's a normal J-drama, so it's 10 episodes, but the episodes were half an hour long, and they were only releasing them each week, just yeah. one episode. So we were watching it while it was airing. <laughs> and so yeah. it, it, it has to be different when you watch them all back-to-back. Like, I and feel like it just makes, like, like all back-to-back would just make sort of a silly little movie. Yeah. But it might mm-hmm. be, like, a little bit more... Of a something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, the, other, <laughs> the other J drama that I was watching with Dory in it uh, was the Watashi Teiji. I don't remember. It's the overtime show. I finished that too. Uh, it was good. It was kind of just like a standard uh, office J drama. So That's I liked like it. Your jam. Of that. It is my jam. They did, like, on the very last episode, they really pushed home. Cause it was definitely like motivated that like the overtime thing was like the central like plot of the show. And it was like very much like talking about how overwork is bad. And like that yeah. was like the kind of, you know, tone of the show. And they kind of really brought that, like drove that home on the last episode. But you know, all in all, it was like, it was a fun little show. So see, that's, that's I, the sort of show that you see that sort of has some government propaganda in it, but it's like, <laughs> benevolent propaganda yeah <laughs> it's like it's trying to convince people not to kill themselves working yeah and it was like show it did show like different like situations like there was a kid there that was younger so he, like he would emulate stuff and she was like seeing that he was emulating this and she's like no i need to stop him from doing this now because it's gonna be a, come an issue later or like there was a character who had just come back from maternity leave and so they were dealing with issues like that so yeah. there's like it was a it was a good little show and I enjoyed the characters and, you know, it has a little found family, like all office dramas do. And it was just like a, a good show to just throw on and watch every week. So that's mm. done. I also finished my third J drama, which was in time with you, which was spectacular. I think you all should watch it. Oh, add have to it. List. Add um, to list. I've heard that the Taiwanese drama version of it is also good. So it makes me feel like, Maybe they both are, like, exactly the same or close mm. to the story. Like, it was so good. They're, I mean, it's very emotional. Like, literally the last two episodes, I was crying because of every emotion possible. But it was so well done. I just I just really liked it. 
there was like only like one little small issue I had with the entire series, but I loved it. I, I love the two leads. I thought they were great mm. together and they worked really well together. And it did, it did a lot of really nice um, moments where it was just like kind of like quiet moments or like moments where they allowed the actors just to be with each other because yeah. like the story is that they're best friends. And so one of them is in love with the other, you know, that sort of thing. The actors just had such good chemistry that like mm. there were just little things, little moments that were like obviously mess ups, but, like, they just kept them in because they were just so good together. So it added this really nice, like, touch of realness to it. Mm. So mm. definitely, if you're looking for a J-drama, that's on Vicky. I'd watch it. It's completely done and subbed. So mm. nice. that was good. What else have I been watching? Oh, I tried another J-drama. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a surprise! What a shock! Well, uh, I... I'm trying to be, like, really good about, like, watching the J-dramas that are on Netflix because I don't know in my head that I feel like me watching it will then, like, signal that someone's watching it and then they'll give me more <laughs> J-dramas. Um, so I tried out the show. It's called My Husband Won't Fit. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's – I've only watched the first episode of it. It seems to be good, but it's not a comedy by any stretch of the imagination. So it's, like, really a very serious, like – probably going to be sad story about these two people that like they've they're like having issues but like it's almost a little too dry like it's Um. almost a little too boring um because it definitely has like a slice of life kind of quality to it but I don't know I might keep up with it just to keep up with it and it's on Netflix so whatever (laughs) I mean like it's there easy and yeah Mm -hmm. so (laughs) Easy legal subbed. There you go. Yeah. The three, the three <laughs> like horsemen the of the big champ. <laughs> Listen, I can I have to take whatever J drama I possibly can. Like I can't really be picky. Like right. <laughs> the world doesn't allow me to be picky on J drama. Yeah, so. And then I've been watching or rewatching some of Dreamcatcher Note. Their little blog stuff because I wonder why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> week, week, nudge, nudge. Week, week, nudge, nudge. Yeah, like I want to watch the like Secret Boutique and the Camilla Camilla Blooms. Um, but I was waiting for both of the episodes of both of them to air, which would be tonight. So those are definitely in my plan to like at least try to watch, but I haven't. But like honestly, um, my hours have been spent um watching Forensic Files. And the X Files, uh, yes. because I'm on my yearly rewatch of the X Files, so that takes up time. I'm sorry, K dramas and J dramas. They understand. Well, it doesn't look like J dramas are suffering from your. That's true. You've been I mean, also. But it's been you know like a couple weeks since like coffee and vanilla. <laughs> like it's been a while, but yeah, that's what I've been watching. Not a lot. What about you, Natalia? Oh boy. <laughs> okay, I'm like Amanda. I have finished Two Moons Two, and it was exactly what we were expecting it to be. So I enjoyed it because, listen, I'm you know, you give me a Thai BL drama where the char- none of the characters are gross, and I'm in it. And by gross, <laughs> I mean like not rapey. Yeah. And that's, or dead. It's always yeah, nice or nobody's dead. dead at the end. Yeah, if, yeah, so they all live and they all actually want to be dating each other. So, like, that's a plus. 
Um, also from Thailand, I've been watching uh, from GMM TV. They, they, they got me. They got me with a contract marriage. So there's a, on their YouTube, you can watch it for free. It's called Sand Princess. Oh my God. It is so fucking cute. I have to describe the plot of this show because it's the plot of a show that really only Thailand would, would produce. So, only in Thailand. Okay. So it's technically a love triangle, I guess, but not really. So there's two brothers. One key is successful, wonderful, the best. The other one, G, is a total fuck up. But they have lots of money. So G has a best friend named Cot, who is a girl who was an orphan that he would then pay to do things for him to help her get through school. And by do things, I mean like run errands and stuff. So meanwhile, he gets this girl pregnant, but the, but doesn't know about it. A so different girl, girl. A different girl. A different girl. Just some, <laughs> she never returns again so far. Like, she's been gone out of the picture. So she just, like, abandons the baby at his house. So he's like, shit, like, what do I do? So meanwhile, he has then cheated with his older successful brother's girlfriend and and got caught by the girlfriend's dad. So now they have to get married. Okay. So me, but then he goes home and there's this baby. So he's like, shit, what do I do with this baby? So then he pays the girl, his friend to pretend to be the baby's mom and raise the baby. Okay. This is not her baby. She's never even, she's a virgin. Like, (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, so two years passes of him, like, pay, like, he bought her a condo and, like, pays her, like, a monthly to, like, raise, anyway, so she runs into the guy's brother, who she doesn't know is his brother, and they become sort of, like, friends, and then the brother finds out that, through this whole, you know, drama shenanigans, that the baby is his brother's baby, so he thinks that she used to be with his brother. His ex-girlfriend, who is now the brother's fiance, G's fiance, his father is like their biggest investor in the older brother's company. So he's like, you little shit. Like, if your fiance finds out that you have like a secret wife, okay, with a, because that's just what they call their girlfriends, essentially. If you have a secret wife and a kid, like, we're fucked. He's like, so what we're going to do is... (laughs) I, I'm going to marry <laughs> the girl and pretend that her kid is it's my kid. <laughs> and then meanwhile, the girl's like, um, excuse me, like, what the fuck? And the guy's like, I'll pay you to marry me for several years until we can, like, quietly divorce and, like, this all blows over. And the girl's like, fuck yeah. So anyway, but of course, <laughs> but of course, because it's, like, a contract marriage where it's like, oh, there's only one rule. We can't fall in love. Y'all know they've fallen in love. Um, but meanwhile, the uh, the younger fuck-up brother is like, I think I'm in love with her now. Oh, so, of I, course he's, he is. He's, like, the worst, okay? Like, I swear to Christ, if this show ends with her, like, throwing over this super... Nice, competent, handsome, rich dude for this little sack of shit. I'm just going to, like, table flip okay. and, like, just get out of there. Which one does March play? He plays the fuck yeah. up, brother. He plays the worst. So that's why I'm a little, that's why I'm a little suspicious. Because yeah. this is drama. But, like, the older brother is so 
Because this has been touted more of the advertising that I've seen suggests it's a March drama. So, prepare your hearts. He's just a piece of garbage in this. So, like, I swear, like, he has no redeeming qualities. He's like, (laughs) the only, the only time he's ever been, that he ever considered, like, oh, maybe I actually like her is after the brother, like, cleans up his territory thing. Like, Anyway, but the drama (laughs) is addictive. Like, it's two episodes a week. It's on YouTube. You can watch it for free. Um, Anyway, so, like, I don't, I'm just, I'm in it to win it with this drama. Uh, Okay, in other news, I'm also watching uh, I Want to Hear Your Song. And unlike Amanda, I have Cocoa, so I get the subs immediately. And whoa! (laughs) This this drama is a fucking ride. It is a roller coaster. Also, I love the guy who plays the main lead. He's just so handsome. I love him. And then Song J Rim, you, you don't, you don't, is he bad? Is he good? Is he bad? Is he good? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Will I ever know? Who knows? I don't know what the fuck is happening in this drama. Like, I just finished episode 28, which means that there's only one more week of this drama, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna try and get like it's caught up so that I can like, watch it's the, the apex of this fucking roller coaster ride that we're on. Like all the secrets are coming out. Like murder. Oh god. Like yeah. Well, that's one of the things that I've liked about it. I mean, and I'm a few. I'm. I think I'm two weeks behind right now. But like, oh, I can't good. see where it's going. Like. When you like, first watch it, the first week, you're like, okay, so this is what's going to happen. It's going to do this, and it's going to go there. And then the next week, you're like, oh, maybe it's not. And then you're like, oh, no, no, no. The next week, you're like, yeah, yeah, that's where it's going. Oh, oh no. wait. No, every, no, like, no, it's not. Like, not. Every, every reveal changes the dynamics of everything entirely. Yeah. Like, it's so good. Like, it's such it's such a good, like, mystery drama. Because that's basically what it is. And it's so funny because... Yeah. Even in the first episode, she it goes out to tell you this is not a love story. But then you're like, you sure? But like, there well, there is a love story. It's not, it's not what's happening. Yeah. But like, and, and so she she has like missing her memory from an accident she was in, and then so like every little piece of memory that you get back, it's like another little piece of the puzzle. But none of them are the edges, so you don't really know like. And yeah, so every time, like, the picture gets a little clear, and you're like, oh, shit, whoa, whoa, like, everything, like, oh, it's good, it's good. <laughs> it's, I, I don't know, I'm, like, really, really into this drama. I am, like, hardcore into it. Like, I'm, I, when I finished, like, when, like, I ran out of the last episodes, I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> I think that's part of the reason, too, why I haven't gone back and watched it, because you like, want to watch it all at once. This is for sure a binger because like yeah. although like prepare yourself because you'll probably just watch it all in like one day and like have like a really problems. you know, like, like when you're reading just, a really really good mystery book and you just can't put it down that's this yeah. that's the drama and also like the two leads are just so good and like literally I would watch Song J Room just like read the dictionary like I just love that man so we need to get him a drama where he can just be sweet and cute and not a douche and end up with the girl with this cute little apple butt and just maybe prefer, maybe have his long hair back maybe <laughs> he looks hella okay. fine with it you're, you're speaking it into existence though yes. we're, we're saying this yeah, now this is universe using our platform correctly <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
This is what we, the people, want. We want a long-haired, sweet, motorcycle-riding, dog-having Sanjay Rim to sweep a lovely girl off her feet and be sweet about it. That's all. Yeah. Like, I don't, you know what? I don't think that's, like, too difficult. That's not too much of a I feel like that's much. asking too much. No. I feel like a solid, no. solid ass. So I've got, like, two more that I've been working on. I've been watching a lot of, like, American stuff. I don't know why. Like, Jesse, I'm with you. I watched Carnival Row, and that was, like, amazing. And anyway, I've just been, you know... Kicking around, but I have been watching two other shows. Okay, uh, I watched. I've been watching uh, Fukuyadu Hanpo, which is on Amazon Prime in Canada, which I assume means it's also on Amazon Prime in the states. Um, it's a Japanese uh, J. Oh, I think the name sort of gave away that it was J drama um, about a family who runs a traditional dessert restaurant uh, cafe. It's it's really cute. It's just, it's fluffy, and there's not really too much substance to it, but it's, like, it's chill. Like, watching it, like, watching it is real chill. It's not like there's, like, oh, like, stressful. It's, like, just, like, oh, no, like, will they be able to take over the next generation? Take over this traditional sweet stuff? Anyway, fine, it's fine. I'm enjoying it. It's cute. The main male lead is, is kind of, he can get it. Um, <laughs> he's not like a real like traditional Japanese male lead looking kind of guy. Like he's sort of like wide set and sort of like he's not like white by white side. I don't mean he's like fat. He's just like broad shoulders and like sort of a square jaw and everything. So it's kind of like oh hello. Um, anyway, and the other thing I'm watching is the Chinese show. Uh, I decided to follow up uh, Go Go Squid with uh, my Mowgli boy. And I was actually not expecting to be that into this because I'm shocked kind of looked, you are. <laughs> I look really stupid. But then they introduced the professor. And as soon as the professor came on, I was like, oh, no, no, no. I'm in it too. That poor man. That poor man. <laughs> like, ooh, I just love him. I just love him so much. He's just, he reminds me of my husband. I think that's why I like him so much. Except the, record, the professor shows up, like, in the second episode or something. Yeah, it's it didn't long. Like, I watched, like, the first episode and a half, and I was like, uh, like, I don't know. I, this seems really, oh. I was like, this seems really dull. Hello. <laughs> you nerdy one, little kid. He's one of those, like, so sincere, oh, like, you can't so, get over the characters. Like, he's just so nice, and he just... He just, like, is so earnest, and then the object of his affection is, like, not resting bitch face became a human. (laughs) She's, like, sassy and fun, but she's, like, mean. But, like, then he starts doing things, like, he thinks that they slept together, so he's, like, he asks her to, like, marry him, like, you know, to take responsibility, and she's, like, uh, I, like, sleep around with dudes all the time, and I did not sleep with you. I'm just gonna, like, walk away, like, and everyone's, like, Marry her, marry her, and she's like, peace out, bye. <laughs> but you know, as because it's you know one of these dramas, like you know, eventually he's his earnestness has you know won her over. Won oh, her over. oh, cute. And then like the the Nuna, the Nuna couple. There's like a like a guy who's like in love with his secretary, who's like ten years older than him, the divorced and lady, who he helped her like get her divorce the professor was 
was her lawyer. Uh, and then there's like the main couple, which to be honest is like the least interesting of the couples where it's like the kid who grew up in the jungle and the fashion designer who has terrible luck. Oh, it's mostly the fourth couple. Her, her like stepbrother who's engaged to this just harridan of a woman. But there's also this like real dumb American who is like dumb, but fun. Like, Real doesn't know anything, but is really nice about it. Sounds and like he, most Americans. Yeah, like to be honest. So she's like, she's like a Chinese American who's coming to China to go to college. I don't even know how she got into college. Like she knows literally <laughs> nothing, and she just skateboards around and like smiles and wants to like. See oh, there's all a skateboard girl. Stuff. Now I gotta watch this. <laughs> yeah, she, she like skateboards around and she just wants to see all like, oh, I just want to experience Chinese culture, like authentic Chinese <laughs> culture. And she, like, just sort of happens to run into him, and then he, like, starts, you know, this happens, like, like, 12 episodes in, we introduce, like, at first you're, like, this brother, like, this stepbrother is a piece of shit, like, I hate this guy, he's the worst, and then you just realize, oh, no, no, I just hate his fiance. like, when he's not around her, he's, like, just a really nice dude, but she's just a, just a monster, because she is, she's just a, anyway, she's, like, a little over the top with the, but the story is dumb, and it's fluffy, and stupid, <laughs> and, like, you don't really need to think that much, and, and because two of the chicks in it are from Go-Go Squid. Yeah, like, there's, a, there's some overlap happening, um, because, you know, there's only, like, five actors in China, I guess. <laughs> anyway, it's by, like, the same company that made Go-Go Squid, so it has, I like, so. same, it has the same sort of, like, cheerful vibe as Go-Go Squid does. Um, but, yeah, that's, you know, it's fun. It's fun. I actually, like, if you're just looking for something that you don't really need to think that much about, and you just want to watch something that has absolutely no stressful watching experience... The only stressful part, because, okay, this is just me. This might just be me. I have a hard time watching people embarrass themselves. Like and the yeah. lead girl. Ooh, the lead girl. She does sometimes, but it's actually mostly the professor, I'm going to oh. be honest. But, like, so it'll have all these situations where you're just like, oh, no, baby, no, 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 no. No, no, no. And it, like, makes you, like, Ugh. But besides that, it's not a very stressful situation. Uh, it's very it's very innocent and sweet and, like, you know, your typical cheesy C-drama. So, yeah, that's what, that's what I've been watching. What about you, Sky? So, have you not been watching any of the Arth Doll either? No, I was waiting for it to have, like, a few episodes. Also, I've been, like, swamped with stupid weddings. So, I mean, great weddings that are really wonderful. Other <laughs> I also had a hurricane, so that sort of, like... That was a big deal. That, that threw yeah. off my whole schedule, to be honest. Like, it's sort of... I'm just... I'm still, like, recovering. And it, I didn't even get hit that bad, but it was just, like, it threw off everything in my... Just... Anyway. I can imagine. Uh, they still... There's still a giant crane collapsed in the middle of downtown that, like, they can't get a crane big enough to... Get the, the crane The crane... It's now been declared like a provincial emergency, this crane. Like, anyway, my <laughs> life. <laughs> so, kind in everything. I am caught up with Arth Doll. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy it. Stuff's going down. Because oh. I think there's, for a while, I thought there were only two episodes left, but I think there's four, which makes way more sense as far as 
the pace of things. I would be really concerned if there were only two left. Like, oh, people need to geographically get to other places if there were only two left. It would be bad. But yeah, I really enjoy it. I really like the dude with a mask. So I hope they keep showing more of him. Young Chuck. He's like, cool. he's like kind of a bad dude, but he's interesting. <laughs> but maybe he's not a bad dude. I haven't seen the new season yet. I tell you anything that's right that's right he was a bad dude i've been calling him dread pirate robert so whatever it's like will he still be a bad dude time will tell so i've been really enjoying that i have been i finished moment at 18 moment of 18 whatever you want to call that drama it's really really good it's i i know i haven't talked about enough it was not as dark dark as it felt like Mm -hmm. it started off to be but it still covered all of those heavy issues it just yeah. didn't feel as heavy as the first couple of episodes were but yeah it was it summed itself up really nicely kind of like you'd expect it to it was charming rookie historian love it mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and who doesn't even need to be in it and i would still really love it just it's and it's not just fluffy i mean it's it's definitely like alternate it's fantasy so as far as like women having a voice to say anything like that's the fantasy aspect of it mm-hmm. but it's nice to see it still mm-hmm. but like women being able to make some of their own choices and stuff in that era you know that's not reality but it's nice to see it just the same um so that's a wish fulfillment essentially it's just a wish fulfillment show <laughs> but it's really enjoyable it's really pretty and funny mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of course some episodes are not as funny it, it's Lots of. I mean, still... it is still a sad book, right? So. Right. Yeah. It. There's still a lot of questions, and there are only four episodes left. Like, I'm not. I need to watch this week's two episodes. So there's four episodes left for me. And the level of mystery that's still going on that has not been answered is kind of amazing. Like, puzzle pieces have not been falling into place. Let's just put it that way. Nothing okay. has really been. So. I think, I hope, that this week's episodes will do something different than it's been doing. Because, you know, the prince's background, her background, everybody's background. We know nothing, really. So it's like, maybe we should know somebody something in order to get stuff going. Maybe. Uh, Just a thought. (laughs) And and we did an OST song, so that was just announced like a day or two. We did a really good job on it. So that's pretty. Um... I did watch one episode of the Flower Crew Josian Marriage Agency. It's cute. I'll I'm I will watch the whole thing, I have no doubt. I thought I was gonna be probably secure in my OTP just from the previews. Mm-hmm. Actually the previews. Oh, even in episode one, it's like, oh no, there's gonna be a love triangle, isn't there? That's <laughs> predictable, but I didn't know that was coming, so Come on now, man. Come on. And I kind of lost it because, okay, pretty much there's three guys that run this marriage agency, which is hilarious. Pretty much a serious one, a playboy type, too cool for school playboy type, and then, like, the young, cutesy, fashionista kid. The young, cutesy, fashionista kid. He's an idol. He was in Produce 101 Season 2, and he was in 101 because he was in the top 11. And in the show, Produce 101, he would do the, like, he was known for his cutesy gestures. Mm-hmm. And he did this Joe Jung thing. Like, that was, like, his main thing he was known for. 
And in the first episode of this show, sure enough, in character, in all of his garb, like they're kind of these characters off screen are kind of introducing the three main guys and they're talking about this fashionista kid. And then they're like, and he's the cutest one. And then he goes, Joe Jung. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? They totally stuck that in there. And so I'm sure everybody <laughs> just lost their, you know, like yeah. all the Korean fans were probably just like, Oh my gosh. I love it when they do stuff like that. I kind of wondered, it's like going back to moments at 18, I wondered about, so since the lead guy, he was in one one Yeah. His main thing was he would always say that he was very, very, extremely awesome, thankful for blocks. Like, so he had this long spill of being very, 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 very thankful. Mm-hmm. Well, in the show, his character would once in a while be like, I'm very, very, very thankful. And so I was wondering if they were, I couldn't tell because it's yeah. kind of a show. So I couldn't tell if they were bringing it in or if it was just kind of the way high schoolers talk too, because I've kind of heard that high schoolers sometimes Korean high schoolers kind of do that a little bit. Mm. So I can't tell. So I was pretending that that was a thing too. So I like those little in-joke things. They crack me up. And I'm pretty sure that Korean fans are like, oh my gosh, I watched a little bit of my Mowgli boy. I'm sure I will continue sometime. It's going to be one of those filler shows. For yeah. me. Just, the main one that I'm more into Chinese wise is my girlfriend is an alien. I don't know why it's bizarre. It's cute. She talks to a possessed turtle. I mean, there's all types of weird things going on, but hey. Like, there's there's stuff happening here. And pretty much, you know, instead of face blindness, we have storm-induced female amnesia. So pretty much the main guy, because his mom passed away during a rainstorm. Since then... He's had all these girlfriends, and anytime it rains or storms, all of a sudden he can't remember who she is. It's like he has this line of ex-girlfriends. Yeah. So that all every sudden, time. Every time. Every time. Wow. Then, of course, it doesn't happen to alien. Ah, ships. yes. Because technically, as an alien, she's beyond the concepts of mere mere gender. She saved him in the first episode, and there was a little bit of blood exchange there, so who knows? Ah, yes. (laughs) They're tied together. Yeah, like, his physiology is probably completely different now, and he has no clue. Then she doesn't even know. She can also stop time for a little bit, and she can also fly, like, she made her scooter fly. It's crazy. It's fun. It's weird. Love to tell the Luna. I won't say much about that because we already oh good. Oh good. really, really liked it. King's Avatar. I was in it to win it and then I'm not now. But like, I will finish it sometime. Time. I have not had much. Yeah, you've been away. You've been away. <laughs> Only for a couple days. Just mm-hmm. I... definitely for a while it's been, oh, it's my Astro Boys. Got to watch their shows. Like that was step mm-hmm. one. And yeah. then after that, do I have time mm-hmm. for Coffee and Vanilla? Okay. I'm going to say. <laughs> Coffee and vanilla. I have a lot of opinions, but it it only kind of made me cringe most of the time. And then for some reason, the last episode, like, I could barely handle it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was really trying to not care because I had to be real with myself. Like, if I was starting to be picky at that episode, I should have been picky about a lot of other stuff that happened. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 But. You know, you're right, girl. You're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Actually, I guess I watched two American movies, new American movies, hmm. and I think a couple of us watched the, what was it? The Inn movie? What was it? 
falling oh! in love. Uh, falling in. Falling in love. Oh my god. <laughs> Hallmark Channel movie made by Netflix. <laughs> it was so cheesy, but he so was cheesy. so pretty. He was very pretty. So the other Netflix Hallmark movie that I watched <laughs> was Tall Girl. Oh, I have that on my list. Oh, yeah. And I'm not going to like spoil it or anything, but I really, really liked it. And for me, high school movies or shows, American ones, can be very hit or miss because yeah. I do think, like, for instance, there was one that I wish I could remember the name of it and I won't remember it, but one that I really liked, but it still had a lot of inappropriate stuff in it. Which kind of takes me out of loving it yeah. quite often with high school stuff. There was one that I watched that was very, like, she was one of three friends and she was the ugly one. And oh, she... the Duff. Yes. The Duff. So that, like one was like, that, one was, that one was funny. That one was, she wasn't actually ugly. She was just right. the ugliest. Of, but she was, like, barely. Like, she was ended, just, ended she up just, with the pretty boy. Listen, she was just short and, like, slightly round-faced and wore overalls instead of skirts. Like, that was the... You ugly. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. But, you know, it's Hollywood ugly. So I was kind of wondering if it was going to be the Duff type of humor, because which mm. was kind of more pointed and, yeah, you know, it was way more mm. tough with the bullying stuff in that one. Um, Tall Girl, to me, is the Duff, but nicer. Yeah. Which I really mm-hmm. appreciated. So even though it wasn't really bullying, because for a tall girl, it's not bullying. It is people simply asking you 10 times a day, how's the air up there? Yeah. But if you hear it 10 times a day, it feels like it bullying. wears on you. Yeah. And for her, yeah. it was like a self-esteem issue. So she had two best friends. One is this awesome uh, African-American like fashionista type who her parents wanted her to go to med school, but... Uh, the tall girl, like, said, no, stand your ground and go to fashion school. So she kind of, the tall girl can't go to her house anymore because her parents disowned the friend. Cause, <laughs> yeah. And uh, then her other best friend is this short guy. And they've all been friends since childhood. And the short guy, you know, has been in love with her forever and totally says that all the time. Like, you know, you're he's, great, blah, blah, blah. He's, he's the ducky. He's the ducky of this yep. drama. And okay, the whole okay. time, whole time, like giving her pickup lines, and she's just like, nope, like not having it, like, nope. And he's just like, why? And it's very much like you're too short, like way shorter than her. So yeah, it, it's it's a really good time, and I think it's super safe to watch with kids. I mean, it it never went really bad on anything. Yeah. So I really enjoyed it. I usually don't bring up that type of stuff, but that's what. It was a nice, cute romance thing. So that's what we've been watching. Yeah. So next week, th- don't worry, I'm not ending this episode. There's more to come. But next <laughs> week, uh, finally, after much delays, uh, the show Vagabond is finally coming to us for us to watch. So we thought that we would, instead of watching any of his act, any of Lee Sungi's actual uh, works drama, drama, uh, we would. Experiences more laid back variety shows personality by watching a few episodes of uh, Master in the House and also Little Forest, which is kind of my new addiction. Uh, <laughs> Little Forest. So, oh, something I also want to mention though, he's okay. he's been really big in the MC world for like ever. Yeah. So before he went to the military, he was really big, and then when he Got out literally the day he got out of the military is like the first episode of Master in the House. 
he's mm, military treated him well. Military <laughs> treated him well. And he and he likes, likes the military. He really yeah. Likes the military. yeah, he did. He talked mm-hmm. about it a lot <laughs> in that first episode. Yeah, and he was already pretty fine to begin with, so. He just came out finer. He's got a great smile. Like oh, his he just has smile a nice is face. so good. He has a nice face. Like he he's the sort of guy where you look at him and you're like, oh, I'd bring you home to meet Mama. You know, <laughs> like he just looks like he's a nice dude. And if his variety show persona is to be believed, you know, you always sort of take this with a great salt. Um, he seems like a really nice guy too. So, but yeah. anyway, uh, Master in the House is a variety show in which him and three friends go hang out with a master of some sort of craft for 24 hours and live their life to like see what they get up to. And uh, oh boy, it's it's really fun. They often get up to pure shenanigans. So they went, they hung out with BOA one time. They uh, they lost their minds on that. Oh, one. they mm-hmm. lost their mind like because one of them uh, got to be her backup dancer in her show. Like there was a whole <laughs> there was a whole thing. Um. Oh my god, my mind just went totally blank. But they they hung out with like everyone. They hung out with like the, the mom. Right? I think so. Yeah, they hung out with episode. They've hung out with they go to they go to LA for an episode to hang out with um she used to be an actress in the nineties. Um I forget her anyway. Because they had hung out with her husband before and then they went to hang out with her in LA and they also met the dude who was in the Maze Runner. And and yeah, so anyway, really? they had a good time. Yeah, they had a good time um in, uh, in One of the things that I kind of dig about it is, like, it's clearly not made for the, um, like, the international fans or the international audience. Yeah. Like, the concept is, these are, we polled people in Korea, and these are the people in Korea. So, like, the stuff you're getting, it's not, a lot of the time, it's not, it's people you've never heard of. Yeah. Like, It'll unless you're like- really steeped into, like, Korean culture and what goes on in there, like, the first episode is this guy, like, I had no idea who he was, but yeah, he's, he's like, like a he's a rocker who, like, from, like, the 70s, created Korean rock and roll music, yeah. and, like, the and he's, like, he's, like, ancient, like, he's, like, he's getting up there, oh, and yeah. he's just the weirdest he's dude, that was so funny, though, just, like, but, like just... he walks in the room, and they lost their minds, they were, like, yeah. <gasps> like, they're bowing, and bowing, and bowing, and yeah, like, they, they don't, they, they don't like, tell them, who they're going to hang out with before they get there. They give them, like, hints, and they have to guess. Um, And I gotta admit, that kicks up my anxiety a little bit. (laughs) Like, watching them go through that, like, it's kind of hard. And then even once they figure it out, it's like, you can tell them trying to figure out, like, how to treat this person because they just figured out who Mm -hmm. it is. And so, definitely, if it's someone way older than them, they're having to, like, think of, like, oh, man, I really got to treat him, like... Like, no, just when they hung out with with the woman, like, the old, like, the elderly actress, who's just, like, so sassy. And she was, like, (laughs) she's, like, yeah, like, whatever. Like, come on in. Like, my heat doesn't work. Who gives a fuck? Like, just get in here. Like... (laughs) You know, don't don't call me that. Like, and they're all like, what do we do? We don't know what to do with this lady. And they have to go to um, the dude's house, the one from BTOB. What's it? Sung Jin? Is that his name? Sung Jae? Sung Jae? Anyway. Yeah. 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 They have to go to his, like, so she, they can't stay in her house because the heat's not working. But they have to, like, 
stay with them overnight. So they have to get, so they go to like his apartment, but his apartment is his dorm where he lives with like all of his bandmates. So they have to kick all the bandmates out. It's like, <laughs> and they're trying to like make this like shitty apartment like nice for this like elderly woman. So they're like, he makes like a path made out of like tangerines like <laughs> like onto the bends oh my god it was so cute and you meet like you learn a lot of stuff in it so that's i really yeah i really like that but i think if you're if you're a fan of dramas or k-pop and you want to know more about the history korea in general and like yeah. the history and the history of the arts in korea i mean i just started watching that uh the most recent episodes with um shin sunrock was in them but like he's not the master the master is like a ballroom dancer and this other um jay black jay pink who's a like a hip-hop oh, they're incredible. dancer they're, like, they're incredible they're so a, mar- a married couple and they're the ones who always show up on running man to help them learn choreography and stuff very impressive like mm-hmm. the work like but again I had no idea but they knew who they were like they walked out yeah. and they were like whoa it's that person right because if you were Korean, living in Korea, you would recognize these people because yeah. they're, you know, it's like being a Canadian and knowing different sports, you know, Canadian sports stars or Canadian actors yeah. and actresses and stuff yeah. that other people might not recognize necessarily because it'll be like, it would be like if like we had a show, world, you know, it's like if we, if we had a show and then were he still alive where we went and hung out with Gordon Downey for yeah for 24 hours. Like if you're in Canada, if you're in Canada, you'd be like, oh my god, oh they did not. But like anyone yeah. outside of Canada would be like, who the fuck is this? We'd be like, like, he's or like yeah, Mr. he's the lead Trash. singer of the Tragically yeah. Hip. He he died last year, but um the Tragically Hip or, is like yeah, the most like, Canadian band of all time. It's like incredible. Mr. Dress Up or like yeah, you know like. Even some of them would be things like pulling Canadian things out of my head again, like Anne Murray. Yes. People outside of Canada would know, some of them would know. Rita McNeil. She's Rita McNeil. So far, <laughs> you know, in the past, like yeah. Americans in the 70s might know, but like, you know, young kids watching now would be like, I don't know who that is, but like. All the Canadians watching would be like, what? Right? Like, so you really get that feeling from it, like, where you're sitting there going, I don't know who this person is. Good thing they're going to describe their career to me so that I know who this is. But, like, you see them, and it's like, as soon as they see their faces, they're like, whoa, we get to meet this person. Like, So it's like, you get you get both like shenanigans because they always do shenanigans because there's always one person who gets to sleep in the same room as the master. So they always have to do like a game between the four of them to like determine who gets the honor or dishonor depending on (laughs) who they're with. So they get like the shenanigan bits and the comedy bits, but then you also get like the history bits and the, you know. Well, I also think it's interesting because you, you have these people that are experts so the cast themselves, they're experts in their field. I mean, mm-hmm. acting yeah. and singing and comedy. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of rounded all this stuff. And so it's nice to see them as human beings who don't know yeah. all these things that they're going to be taught. 
And so it's it's kind mm-hmm. of nice to see them try and fail and try and fail and then yeah. eventually learn something because There's... honestly, like all of them are very successful in what they do. Yeah. And so yeah. it's easy to see them as they know everything. Well, mm-hmm. it's it's very obvious when you watch the show. They don't know much. Like, mm-hmm. they really don't. I really, really, really like the episode where they hang out with, like, the famous Korean history teacher who, like, always shows up on those things. They had, like, where they hung out with him and they learn. He's, like, an, and then he's currently, like, working on, uh, like, North Korean, South Korean differences. And they do this whole thing where, like, he was teaching them about, like, the North Korean dialect and teaching them about why people are for reunification and all this. But then he does, like, he does these sort of, like, TED Talks, essentially. But, like, street, they're called, like, street lectures where they just, like, set up a podium outside of, like, a university. And he goes and he gives, like, an hour-long talk just and anyone who's walking by can just sit down and listen. Um, So they did one where all of them had to do one. That was what he did with them. So they all had to do, like, a 10-minute, like, at this, like, street lecture. They all had to come out and give, like, a, a lecture about basically themselves and, like, their advice for students and young people. And it was just, it was just really good. It was just really good. Do you know what else is really good, though? All the content that we have over on Coffee. We fund this podcast ourselves from our own pockets, and hosting and stuff gets a little pricey, and we provide this for free, and we love everyone who listens to us. But if you love what you're listening to, and you want to sort of help us keep going at the rate that we're going, uh, head over to ko-fi.com slash certified nunas and give us you know send us some support um if you don't have money that's totally cool we love you anyway we love you regardless we just love all of you uh we love that you listen so if you don't just maybe send the podcast to someone that you think would really enjoy listening to what we put out into the world all right back to talking lee sung Yi. so if we go then to his other big variety show that's currently airing Little Forest. We're presented with a completely different, <laughs> different yeah. scenario, but still him out of his it. element. Yes. Yeah. So very much so. The basic plot of Little Forest is him and three other celebrities um, open a nature-based daycare, despite the fact that only one of them regularly spends time with children. And he got the idea during Master in the House, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Some, almost oh, like a day camp, like a day yeah, camp, yeah. daycare kind it's of. It's like a like weekend, a, like a they show for the weekend. Yeah. Like. What I what I love about it is this is what I was laughing at. It's what it's the same thing that I love about like uh, Return of Superman is that it's really clear to me that the propaganda of this show, the reason this show exists, is to try to convince young people to have babies because. Nobody wants to have babies for good reasons yeah. a lot of the times. But um, God, they find the cutest kids for this show. <laughs> it's so like adorable. they're so adorable, but they're all adorable in like different ways. Like some of them are like really cute to look at, but like the oldest kid is like this chunky, like very. He's not like a cute kid, but he's so earnest and sweet and adorable, and he's you're just like oh. Like, I don't even like children. And I'm just like, oh, you just want to pinch your little cheeks. It's so cute. But uh, what I think, uh, you know, was selling most people on this show was in the first episode, 
where he shows up at Soman's house and she has her nephew who's like a new baby. Like we're yeah. talking yeah. Fresh, fresh from the oven <laughs> child. Um, and she's like, oh, I have to go get the door. Can you hold the baby for a second? And she just hands Lee Sung this baby. And he's just like standing there like, what do I do? But then he's like, you know, like cuddling this baby and stuff. And you're like, cuddling oh, no. asleep. <laughs> yeah. the baby falls asleep on him. And he's just like, Shh, we got to be quiet like the babies. And you're like, I see. I see you show. <laughs> I know I what you're doing. You. <laughs> I see what you're doing to us. And it's I kind of feel like vibe wise, the show feels like if um. Like, if Coffee Friends and Return of Superman had, like, mm-hmm. a baby, this yes. would be it. It has possibly the greatest collection of characters <laughs> to ever be put yeah. together. There's, it's well, like it's such a sporadic like, amount. Partner Ray? Ray? She's yeah, a comedian. Like, what's she from? Oh, okay. Like, she's that's what I kind of alone. figured. But she's I, on a lot of shows. I live yeah. alone. Yeah, that's her main thing is I live alone. She was also, um, if you recall from Busted, uh, where they have to go to learn pole, pole dancing. dancing. That's so good. She, was, she was the pole dancing instructor. Uh, she does She's not know pole dancing. also going to be uh, the first Korean stand-up comedy special through Netflix is her one-woman stand-up comedy coming oh, soon. Well, no, well, the first Korean woman stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah so, but yeah. like through the Netflix. Game, it's a Netflix-produced Oh, okay, because oh. you, 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 Young Jay had the Netflix. Yeah. Yes, he was like the first male Korean. All right, all right. You know, she's so funny. I love her. Oh, she's like, great. She knows nothing she has, about children. She also has like, no. a, her, she's like most famous for that she has a bar out of her house. Yeah. And it's like a bar. It's basically where she just gets all the cute boys to come to her house. And, and right. I mean, but it's like a full out. She can yeah, make nice. everything. And she's like, she's an amazing party planner. Like, yeah. if you watch any of her, like, I live alone. She, I mean, she'll like, she can make every drink. But you'll also make like a 14 course meal. Yeah. Like she's that type of person. Okay, knowing that makes a little more sense then because like they were like, oh, and you can cook. And she's like, like I make bar snacks. Like I don't, yeah. I don't, I make party snacks. I don't. Well, and then they were I like, can't well, and, children. <laughs> and, then, and then the other guy on it was from uh, three meals a day. So they're like, oh, you can cook. And he's like, I don't know how to cook. And they're like, what do you mean? You're on three meals a day. He's like, no, no, Eric did all the cooking. Like Eric Munn does all the cooking. Like I just eat it. <laughs> like, you know, oh my god, that guy! Like he killed me. He, he took a cooking class so I that he know, could he got, do this. He got certified in like they cooking children. Funny. But like he was. That a, sounded like guy. you just said cooking children. Cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Four children. He was uh, he was also on one of my favorite dramas. He was the male lead of Marriage Contract, which is probably one of the saddest K dramas ever made. But um, he was basically playing himself in that drama. I'm gonna be <laughs> honest. Like what I sort of and he he shows up on all these variety shows and that's his like that's just his personality. Like he's kind of just a dick. <laughs> like he's always just like I'm so tired. Like I just want to go home. Okay. So like the first episode when you're first presented with him, he's like I know nothing about children. I have no in- I don't even know why I'm here. Like why would you ask me? Like she he goes over to a house of a woman he doesn't know. Yeah, they don't know who's gonna be on the show. Like, yeah, so he goes other. over to like to Soman's house, which is 
let me tell you, the most gorgeous house you've ever seen. And then he, like, helps her carry the stuff up. And while she goes to da- to let, like, Nare into the house, he just, like, lies down on the couch, like, pulls a blanket up over himself. Like, <laughs> he's, like, making himself at home. And he's, like, he's like wait a second. So, do you have a baby? Like, <laughs> is that <laughs> Like, what the hell? Is this, like, some sort of revelation? He's, like, no, it's not my baby. Like, <laughs> And so he's just sort of like, yeah, I don't know why I'm here. So he has sort of this real, like, Sundere, like, I'm an asshole personality. But then, like, as soon as, like, first, his first encounter you see him is him making organic from scratch uh, ketchup. <laughs> where he has to peel the tomatoes himself. Like, not, can't, like, fresh. like like an hour. hour. Yeah, but it's also so like, funny, like, before that, like, because you, when they're introducing all the kids... They're like, keep on asking about ketchup, and nobody likes ketchup out of the kids. Like, but they all like ketchup. So, but then he's like, yeah, I don't really like kids, so I'll just stay in the kitchen and like cook and stuff. But then, as soon as the first little four year old girl wanders into the kitchen asking for yeah. a drink, he's like, oh, oh my goodness, <laughs> you're so cute. And he's like, I will get you a drink. I will get you anything you want. The entire world you are just the cutest little thing he doesn't to be clear he doesn't say any of this just written on you his know but you can see it on his yeah. face or he's just like he's he like becomes, it's the love <laughs> he it's basically like, becomes like the male version of the like ovaries exploding yeah, gift yeah. like he just <laughs> you know like he's just like okay i need to find a woman and get married right now like it's just <laughs> like this i gotta get on this because babies are cute you know, you know the Spongebob gif where he, like, drops the mop and is like, oh, and, like, slaps the side of his face and his eyes. That's him. That's him at that yeah. moment. It's just like, oh, yeah. um, The kids are so cute. They're adorable. Oh, my God. My, just... my favorite moment so far was when they go down to, like, you can call it a petting zoo, but it's where the bunnies are and the chickens. chickens. Yeah. And the thing is, the only thing that Nare is terrified of it's chicken. <laughs> so, Sungi goes in with the kids who are causing all types of kid chaos. Oh, yeah. just And Nare's just standing there, like, being armchair coaching like, him. Outside, what? outside. My favorite part of that, that episode was when he has to put sunscreen on all the kids. Oh, she's watching and, him do it. And he's watching it. And there's, like, this little three-year-old girl. And she's, like, the first the first victim of Lee Sungi <laughs> attempting to put sunscreen on a child. And he puts, like, way too much sunscreen on this girl's face. Like, she's, like, white. Like, white face. And she's just standing there so politely while he's just, like, laughing, trying to, like, rub this sunscreen in. And she's just, like... Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you can do it, Uncle. Like, <laughs> like I actually had to stop, rewind, and make my husband watch it because I was laughing. I was like, "Honey, that's you with children. Like, that's what you." <laughs> like, oh god, oh god. Like, just keeps like, and like the more he tries to rub it in, like the worse it gets. And then Naruto's like, "Just send him out to me." <laughs> oh my god, it's a very zen show. Like, nothing stressful really happens on this show. It's well, like the definitely falls into that uh, like coffee friends Hiori yeah. like it's it's that kind of. If there is stress, it's just like oh we got to make dinner really fast yeah. or oh no this yeah. kid has a scratch on their leg and yeah. is crying and we need to hug them and put a bandaid on it like real low stakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah and very... it's like it's 
definitely got a different tone than Return of Superman, too. Like, there's, like, a difference, even though, like, there really isn't much in stakes in that show as well. But there's just, like, a lot more quietness involved in it. Yeah, because it'll just be, like, they're not doing shenanigans. Like, Mm because on Return of Superman, they'll often, like, they'll go on adventures and do shenanigans or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, on this one, it's just, like, it's just kids playing in nature. Well, and mm-hmm. I did like how that was the entire premise, like yeah. how they said they want to bring you know, city kids to the country, and how that's yeah. necessary, you know, mm-hmm. for kids yeah. to learn those types of things that they won't be able to see in the city. And that makes me really sad to think about that kids don't have access to those things. And yeah. you could tell how many families tried to get their kids out there, yeah. and so I was like, mm-hmm. I want more kids out there. But I thought the premise was really well, cool, and that's. That's kind of like Coffee Friends, too. I mean, it's not like Coffee Friends is like, I want to make everyone calm, but that's kind of part of yeah. mm-hmm. a little bit of what they do. Mm-hmm. I What I kind of liked about that was that that's such a universal um, concept right now, too, that idea that, like, kids don't spend enough time outside and they aren't in nature and they're not mm-hmm. just being kids, that they're spending too much time on homework and they're spending too much time watching TV or playing video games or whatever, and they're not connecting with each other and they're not connecting with nature. And like, that's a very relatable universal kind of thing that's going on in the world today. That is not just Korean. Like that is very definitely a, a an issue parenting wise that you, mm-hmm. you know, that you have to put up with from people too. Like, Ooh, why are you kids watching TV? Well, Susan, because I feel like letting them watch TV right now. Relax. Because <laughs> I'm tired, Susan. <laughs> tired. But, like, speaking of Lee Sung Gi, though, since that's technically <laughs> what, we're, what we're technically doing, even though now we're just sure. like, cute children, cute children. Um, does anyone have, like, a favorite, uh, favorite drama of his? Bring it on back. Before we, before we watch Vagabond for next well, week. I, mean, I think the only one I've watched is Kwayugi. King Two Hearts was my first one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, literally yeah. 20 minutes of King Two Hearts, and that's it. <laughs> that's all. I, my personal favorite is You Are All Surrounded. I've seen part of that. I Love that drama. Love oh, that drama. What movie? What's that movie that I watched? It's not good, but um, <laughs> Love Forecast was that it? Oh yeah, that was yeah, that was that was a pretty but like yeah, it was a pretty good, standard forgettable rom com, but it's cute. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I and I watched. Oh shoot, Matchmaker and the Princess, Princess mm-hmm, and the Matchmaker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I don't recommend it, but <laughs> good costumes, I guess. I mean, Hayuki was pretty to watch. Like it was interesting. It had interesting stories. He was great in it. I'm yeah, his character say. was great. He was he's a good actor. And I fun often and like, yeah, he's fun to watch. But Huayugi itself was a little bit of a mess, but like, it was fun. So, eh, you know, whatever. And he was cute. I think that his career trajectory has is just a very fascinating one. Yeah. Because he started off, yes, a lot of kids start off young when they're singers and stuff. But again, he was kind of on, you know, there was Boa. And the, not that they were like, they're kind of peers in a way. I wish I knew how many years were in between them. Probably not many. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. He was kind of one of the, he probably wasn't the first by any means, but as far as being a young male solo singer kid. Yeah. 
Like, he was kind of one of the first ones that hit it really big. And then one of his first songs, I wish I knew the exact name, but it was pretty much like, Nuno's a woman to me is like the (laughs) biggest, like, that is his main first hit. It is the main people think of when they see him. Like, he was pretty much the youngin that all the Nunas wanted for quite some time. And like, and so then when he went into the military, all the Nuna hearts broke, you know, like that was a thing. So, I mean, his trajectory has just been always really fascinating because he started so young and mm-hmm. all the Nunas wanted him. Like, Yeah, and he has like a really inner, he chooses a lot of sort of fantastical roles. Like there was Hayugi, but he was also the main role in My Girlfriend is a Gummyo. And mm-hmm. also in the Goo Family book where he played a half gummy. So apparently he's like, he likes the fantasy shit. Um... But yeah, no, I real I like him, and I I really liked him in King Two Hearts. I mm-hmm. he did a great yeah. job of me hating his guts for like half of the show. Yeah, and then a great job at turning it around. Yep, yep. And you're like, like oh wait, I like you now. Convincing. Like I really disliked him, and then I didn't. Mm-hmm. That's character mm-hmm. growth right there. Man. Yep. So he's yeah. a good actor. Like he doesn't have like the, the. It's not like you look at his filmography and like, wow, that's so extensive. But at the same time. Like, he's literally my age. It wouldn't be... He's only 32. It wouldn't be super extensive yet. Well, and then yeah, knowing I mean, that for quite some time, his training was in singing. Like, yeah. that's what he was mostly doing for a long time. So the fact <laughs> that he's even had as many roles as he's had is pretty good. And then they put him in a movie or a show or something, and they were like, oh, shit, this guy can, like, fucking act the pants off himself. Okay. 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 Act the pants off himself. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing that he's really known for is variety shows, like yeah. doing variety shows, being on interviews, doing this stuff. Yeah. Like, he's just known for being him. He's just him. Like, it's, he's apparently. I'm looking. I'm looking at my, my drama list right now. He's apparently going to be on the next season of Busted. Oh yeah, Ooh. that's right. As a main and, host. And, I knew that. And, and he has that show with Jasper. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. and stuff, and it's so great because, like, you know, you kind of get a little bit of English and Chinese and it, Korean the, the, going on. The, the Together show? Yeah. I think so, yeah. I hope it's legal somewhere oh. or else I will be finding it elsewhere. Let's speak, let's we'll speak this into existence. Yes. Yes. Please speak We would like existence. to watch this legally, please. But on Netflix, you have a lot of Jasper crud on there. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and they've got what? This goes like way back. Like he was on, he was on X-Men. Like he was on X-Men back when it was. Oh, wow. Like, so he's been, he's been active for a while. And I just, I just love him. I've actually liked pretty much every show that I've watched with him in it. I've, I've enjoyed. I, I do this with a lot of actors, but I, w- I at least want to see them, like, if it gets announced that he's cast in something, I at least want to see the first episode of it. I'd like to yeah. see him in a different role. I always want to see him at least doing it, even if I can't follow through with the whole show necessarily. because That's, cause that's it's why him. I'm, like, really interested in Vagabond, because he usually plays these sort of comedic... Less so in You Are All Surrounded, like he had sort of, he was, it was half comedy, half serious, but like, I kind of want to see him be serious, you know? Well, mm. there, isn't there a possibility that he's going to be half comedy, half serious and Vagabond since he's an actor in that I show? Feel, I he's feel like, like a stuntman, yeah. isn't he? And then yeah. Sushi's part is that she's the actual 
well, agent or whatever. Let's we'll find out. Like we'll have we'll have to find out. It was like but, it was like how I really liked his co his co star in Huayugi and you are all surrounded. Um, what's his name? Cha. Yeah. Yeah, Cha Sung Wan. Um, where like I all the shows I'd watched him in, he kind of was sort of this comedic off the wall. And then I watched Man in High Heels. Oh boy, was he not that? <laughs> was that <laughs> hard to watch? But um he was he was very not there was no comedy. No comedy in that film. That film <laughs> that film was a dark film. Very dark, very dark. I do recommend it. It's a good film. Good movie. Good movie. But dark. Dark. <laughs> so dark. But for Vagabond, so the stills that were released of like Lee Sung Gi's character being in this crazy outfit. With, oh, you, like, mean the, the, what you mean you mean the mullet pictures? <laughs> I'm not sure that's a mullet. It was, oh, like... it was, a, it was a mullet. <laughs> I investigated and then, and then clashing camo and pattern shirt and. But my theory on that, and I haven't said it on Twitter because, like, you know, I'll probably be proved wrong here in just a few days. Mm -hmm. But my theory is simply that it's either him being a stunt, like, it's him being a stuntman in a role or just being in a disguise or whatever. Like, I don't necessarily think his character looks like that all the time. Like, I just really don't think that's that's my theory. Just because, I mean, he's a stuntman. They get dressed up all the time and stuff. (laughs) Kind of like when, uh, when I watched the second season of Welcome to Waikiki and the stuntman character, he got dressed up in, like, Kill Bill outfit with, you know, women's hair hair and stuff. And, of course, those that's the still pictures they had of him. And so, like, no, it happens for, like, five minutes and you move on to something else. Like, that's my theory. Mm -hmm. Well, we'll have to see. They do that a lot with the, you know, with the previews on stuff or the stills that they release and you're like, Oh my gosh, is that where we're going? And like, no, we're not going there. It's two minutes of the whole hour. Like, whatever. <laughs> so I'm excited for Vagabond because yeah, like, it's a show that's pretty squarely within the type of things that I like. So I'm same, same. And like, we've been waiting for so long. That yeah. I'm like, just give it to us already, okay? Like, <laughs> which yeesh. I wonder how that messes with people's expectations because expectations do have a lot to do with how people receive things. Yeah. And so if you keep pushing things back too far, like it makes me wonder if people either lose their excitement or get too excited. I never have expectations for anything. I learned that after the Star Wars prequels to just lower your expectations (laughs) so that you just do not get hurt again. So I never have expectations for anything. I'm just like, if I like it, I like it. If she ever, Jesse, if she ever gets expectations, we have to, like, cut that clip out and play it. I'll get, like, it's like, I won't get excited for shows, but I will get interested for shows. So it's not like I'm like, this is going to be, I I never go into a show thinking this is going to be the best show ever because I will be proved wrong. But, like, if I go into Hotel de Luna, I was like, oh, this looks like it's going to be a really interesting show. And was I proved correct? Oh, hell yes, I was. What a <laughs> delightful surprise that was. But, yeah, I try not to get too hyped because. Yeah. In well, general, that's fine. a good rule. Even mm-hmm. um, sometimes, even just knowing that the stuff's coming for, like, you know, a month or two. And yeah. you at first you're like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. And then by the time it comes, you're like, man, like yeah, this month, there's so many different mm-hmm. dramas coming out this month, and that 
when they were announced, when the cast mm. were announced, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm totally watching that. And then it came out this week, and I'm like, oh, no. Nah, yeah. yeah. It's like expectation fatigue. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah, that was our episode about Little Forest and Master in the House and Broadly, sort of. This was sort of an all-over-the-place episode, wasn't it? Was. Any good time. Any good time. Just I, I wonder how all over the place it will be after Jess gets finished. There might be a lot of fun stuff on coffee. Yeah, for yeah you. Jess might have some fun stuff yeah. later. <laughs> Hello, Beth. She's our number one contributor on coffee. Beth, Ooh, we Beth, love you. <laughs> contributor of the month goes to a Beth. <laughs> Beth, we love you so much. She's literally, like, Beth is literally the best. She's the one who, if you if you watch my YouTube channel, she's the one who sent me that ridiculous box full of nonsense that I opened on live. That was just too much. She's anyway, she's the best. Good. We love her. Beth loves us. Beth, we love you. Okay. Um. Well, that's that. So we hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Certified Nunas. Uh, you can find us wherever you're listening to us, but we're also on Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, YouTube. Yeah, we're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, we're on pretty much, like, you know, if it has... The big ones. The big ones. If it has, you know, if you have it on your phone, you can probably find us on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram at AdCertifiedNunas. Please give us a little, you know, follow over there uh, and send us some DMs or some tweets. We love hearing from all y'all. Uh, and remember, if you really love this podcast and want to support what we do to make it easier for us to keep doing it, uh, go to ko-fi.com slash certified Nunes to send us some support. Uh, we hope that you have a wonderful week. All right. Bye. Bye. bye.